This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, it's some great advice on taking care of your teeth, and we'll learn why your dental health is a big part of your overall health. We'll talk to the folks at Angel Care Dental. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. More and more people are buying electric cars. Sales were up almost 60% last year from the previous year, but they'll still need to pick up the pace if we want to hit the federal sales targets by the end of this year. StatsCan says Canadians registered 86,000 new battery, electric, and plug-in hybrid vehicles in 2021. The federal government wants one in five of all new vehicles sold to be electric by 2026 and have to be electric by 2030. By 2035, the feds want all new cars sold to be electric. A new sales mandate nationally will also penalize dealerships or automakers that don't meet annual sales quotas, and that's expected by the end of the year, though I'm sure the recent sky-high gas prices will help push those sales numbers as we head into the summer and fall of 2022. TransLink is looking at expanding local bus service a lot over the next 10 years. According to Chief Executive Kevin Quinn, their vision is to see it doubled over that period. The specific goals also include building rapid transit to the North Shore and a gondola to Simon Fraser University. TransLink proposes up to 170 kilometers of new rapid transit over the next decade on as many as 11 corridors, including nine routes using zero emission buses on dedicated lanes. TransLink also wants to extend the Millennium SkyTrain uh, to connect Arbutus to UBC within the next decade. So how much is this gonna cost? Well, the Transit Authority acknowledges there isn't a defined dollar figure for its long-term vision yet. More details about costs will be shared at various stages of the plan, provided the projects get support from senior levels of government. A renovator working on a house in East Vancouver stumbled on some Vancouver history. Tyler Thorne and his crew were ripping up a floor when they noticed under some plywood there were perfectly preserved newspapers and magazine pages from 1959. Now, that's not so unusual. They often find old newspapers and stuff, but never in such pristine condition. Plus, I guess what makes this interesting is it's all about Vancouver real estate. 1959 Vancouver real estate. It was the Vancouver Sun and the Weekend Magazine that came with the Sun on Saturdays. One of the ads was for a 50-foot lot in Kitsilano. It was a block from the beach. (laughs) A block from the beach in Kitsilano. The lot was going for 25,500 bucks. The ads listed houses for sale in Shaughnessy, Kitsilano, South Fraser, West Point Gray, and West End, among others. A four-bedroom Shaughnessy listing boasting, quote, treed private garden for grown-ups and safe children's play, two-car garage, low taxes, asking $29,500. Thorne, the renovator, says he and his crew were laughing because $29,500 is pretty much what a typical bathroom reno 
is going for nowadays. Thorne left the clippings in the hands of the homeowner to do what they see fit. So maybe suitable for framing. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And up next, we'll talk to the folks at Angel Care Dental about why taking care of your teeth is crucial to staying healthy. That's next. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And having a good dentist is important. And as we're learning, your dental health has a big effect on your overall overall health. But you might have some questions. Maybe you've got, say, a, a new child and you're wondering about where to get started with dental care. Or you're getting older and you uh, might want to get some new teeth, some teeth fixed. You might want to make sure the teeth you have last as long as you do. So it's important to find not only a, a great dentist, but also a facility that can handle all those needs. And Angel Care Dentistry is that place. Uh, they're in North Delta, kind of right on the border of North Delta and Surrey on Scott Road and 75th Avenue. They're across the street from the shoppers there. You can go to their website at angelcaredental.com. And with me now is Dr. Masa Soraya, one of the team of dentists at Angel Care. Uh, how are you doing, uh, Dr. Soraya? I'm doing great, and it's so nice to be back with you and uh, your readers. So thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, so, you know, I mentioned something off the top that I'm starting to hear more and more about, about how your dental health really reflects on your overall health. And it seems like everything you read now uh, is connecting the two. Because in the old days, I think people just thought of your dental health as kind of a cosmetic thing. But, but it really is crucial to your overall health, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, oral health is uh, more important than most people think. Um, of course, people do realize that nutrition is important, but maybe they don't connect the dots that the nutrition and that process of digestion begins in our mouth and with our teeth. With our teeth, we cut the teeth into smaller pieces. This allows the digestive systems to start working on the food starting from your mouth all the way down to the stomach and cause the nutrients to be released so that our body can absorb it. Um, so if we don't have that initial uh, breakdown of food into smaller pieces, digestion is not going to be efficient. Um, right. According to Mayo Clinic, I was just reading, there are many conditions that are linked to uh, oral health, such as endocarditis, cardiovascular disease, um, diabetes, and even Alzheimer's that, that was interesting is um, related to poor uh, oral health. So to answer your question, absolutely good oral health translates to good overall health. And uh, apart from that, uh, there is uh, another aspect that I hear in my office a lot. A patient might say, you know, a tooth is at the back of the mouth. Pull it. It doesn't matter. No one can see it. It's an aesthetic concern. But it isn't. If I can just take a minute and explain why. Once you tooth one, take one tooth out of your mouth, you disturb the whole balance of how your mouth functions. The teeth on either side of that space will start to tilt because now they have a space. They tilt. The tooth that used to touch this teeth from the upper jaw and would grind the food now starts to super erupt or super grow. 
And it, this may be a little technical, and I don't want to confuse people, except to say then the harmony is disturbed and you can't chew the same way you did. So one little tooth does make a difference, and it shouldn't be looked at as just cosmetic. It should be looked at as causing a dysfunction in your mouth. Interesting. And, and you know, when I talk to doctors and dentists on this show, the one thing that always seems to come back is that the stuff that your mother told you when you were a little kid is so valuable. And one of those is chew your food. You should chew your food. And it's, it's really important. And I, I think we should all just take a moment right now to try to remind ourselves when we eat to chew our food because that helps us digest it. And obviously, if your teeth are having problems, you can't do that. And you, you talk about your, your whole mouth working in harmony and, you know, pulling a tooth in the back. It's not just cosmetic. Um, and I guess that's where implants come in. We've been talking a lot about implants and, uh, angel care dentistry does a lot of, of implants. Uh, but it's much more than that, isn't it? It's, it's all part of the overall care for your mouth. Oh, absolutely. I, I guess because of uh, the fact that we have been talking lately more about implants, I, we could give the um, illusion that we're an implant center alone, and, and that is not right. Uh, we do see patients of all ages from uh, three months old all the way to um, 90. My oldest patient is 93. And wow. you're right, it's an all-encompassing um, office. I'm um, now proud to say I'm seeing the grandchildren of my first patients, which ages me. Uh, but as I started dentistry at the age of 10, um, I can't be that old. Um, so, yes, we are seeing grandchildren of the, the patients that I originally saw. And I, I do see patients as young as three months when the first baby teeth come into the mouth. And um, this is important and something that I do want to uh, tell moms that are breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is extremely good for our children, and we all know that, and we all want to do the best. But a lot of mothers that do get tired at night, and rightly so, tend to fall asleep with their children kind of suckling on their breast all night long. So mom falls asleep, baby falls asleep beside mom, and um, but still is suckling all through the night at intervals whenever the baby gets hungry. And this is a problem because milk has a lot of sugar in it. And as such, if the baby is allowed to sleep with the mom and suckle throughout the night, it causes decay on all the baby teeth uh, and a condition that's called caries bottle syndrome. So at the age of maybe as young as um, eight months, nine months, we see the babies in our office with black front teeth. And the mom is wondering what happened. So yes, breast milk is good, but you don't want to be sleeping with your baby and letting him or her suckle all night long. And um, the same token, um, some uh, moms will send the baby to bed with a bottle. Now, if the bottle has water in it, that is great. The baby can have the bottle with the water. But if that bottle has milk, the same effect, it will cause decay 
or if the water has sugar or honey in it, it will also cause decay. So honey is not a good thing to have in a bottle of water and be given to a child to be um, drinking at night, if that makes sense. Right. And uh, and I guess fruit juice is, is very problematic. <laughs> Exactly. And I, that, good one. I didn't actually think of that one. Yes. Anything that's sugary that the child has uh, drinking all night is not good. And even though they are baby teeth, I think we talked about it in the last session, why they're important and they should be preserved because they have their own function. So yes, absolutely. This is Vancouver Consumer. Uh, I'm Martin Strong, and our guest is Dr. Masa Soraya from the Angel Care Dentistry Clinic. They're in North Delta on Scott Road and 75th Avenue. It's across the street from Shoppers. You can go to angelcaredental.com to learn all about them. You can also give them a call, 604-597-6711. And, uh, you know, here's a basic question. I mean, uh, we talk about how Angel Care Dental is, is kind of a sort of a one-stop dental facility. Um, but here's sort of a basic question. How often should people see their dentist? Um, I would say they should see their dentist every six months. Um, we sh- you should start seeing your dentist, as I said, as early as you can if you have a child, as early as three months when the baby teeth come out. But as an adult, you should be seen at least every six months. And that's what, because smaller problems cost less to fix, are easier to look after versus bigger problems. Um, by the time a patient feels pain or discomfort, by the time a patient says, you know, my tooth is hot, cold sensitive, and that sensitivity lingers, by the time there is um, bleeding from the gums or swelling, then it's already too late. And you don't want the, the problem to be a big problem when you go see a dentist. You want to catch it at an early stage. It's easier to fix. It's cheaper to fix. And everybody uh, is um, more comfortable that way. So I would say every um, six months and as soon as um, you uh, have a, a child or uh, a baby, uh, start them off as early as you can so that they can build a history with the dentist and be used to the environment. Right. And uh, Dr. Sarai, I, I almost forgot, I, you mentioned something that uh, I have to ask you about. You said you started your dental career at the age of 10. <laughs> and, and I have to, that, that was a joke that only I, I get and I laugh at. Well, I've been around for 30 years and I, I certainly don't look it. <laughs> so. But I wanted to, uh, you told me a story about your dad who was a dentist. And, and so this kind of gives you an idea of, of Angel Care Dental, the kind of community it is, because you, you started watching your dad. That's right. That's how I became interested in dentistry and how he interacted with that little boy who was in pain and how humor and humility and friendship uh, brings uh, more clients in than anything else uh, technically. Um, You know, after all, we are all humans and people that walk through your office um, they're not just teeth uh, attached to bodies. They're bodies that have teeth. 
And so we try to treat everyone how we would treat family. And I think that's why in the past 30 years we've managed to uh, stay a viable business. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think it's fair to say you started your dental career at age 10. <laughs> Looking at me, you would think so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Massasaraya is our guest from Angel Care Dentistry in North Delta. You're you're kind of right on the border between North Delta and Surrey on Scott Road and 75th Avenue, just across the street from the shoppers there. AngelCareDental.com is the uh, website address, and you can give them a call at 604-597-6711. And uh, you call it patient-centered care. Because, um, I mean, define patient-centered. What does that mean to you? Um, What it means to me is looking at each patient and each individual just as that. We cannot uh, make one treatment that fits all. We cannot diagnose people over the phone without seeing them. At the end of the day, each person is unique and so is their needs. And so is their, uh, what's important to them, their financial needs, all of that. So when a patient walks in, we listen to what their main concern is. Then we would look at everything that as dentists or as practitioners we see and we would like to advise the patient on. And then we try to work as a team to see what we can do to optimize the for example, the dental plan for the patient, what, can, what is important to the patient, how do we start, what practice to start with. And we try to make it a one-stop shopping. So um, children can be seen there, adults can be seen there. We do root canals, we do teeth whitening, we do fillings, we do cleanings, we do implants, everything. So they don't have to be referred out of the office. We have specialists that come in and help us. We have got doctors with over 30 years of experience. Uh, when a patient walks in, they can be feeling confident that the treatment plan that we give them, it's customized for them and having their best interest in mind. Patient-centered. It's angelcaredental.com. That's the website. And uh, among those things, uh, you also do Botox. And when we come back, I want to ask you about that. Uh, okay. We'll have more with Dr. Masa Saraya from Angel Care Dentistry when we return right after this. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we are talking about oral health, your your teeth, and uh, how important your your dental health is to your overall health. Uh, with Dr. Masa Soraya from Angel Care Dentistry. Uh, Angel Care is in North Delta on Scott Road and 75th Avenue. They're right across the street from the Shoppers Drug Mart. You can go to angelcaredental.com. Uh, you can also give them a call at 604-597-6711. And Dr. Soraya, we, we talked about how Angel Care Dental is sort of a one-stop shop. You also do Botox, which is interesting to me. I mean, what, I mean, define, I, I kind of have a vague idea of what Botox is. I think we all do, but define what Botox is and how do you use it? Um, well, Botox is a trademark of a botulinum toxin product. 
it's actually a prescription only medicine and um it it is um it has a couple of functions. One uh, is it has a cosmetic function. Uh, think of it as an anti-wrinkle treatment. Uh, so offices that do Botox uh, and patients use it as just that, uh, for example, may say something like, I look angry, I have this frown mark right in front of my forehead, it, or, or it's called the 11 mark, and I, I want that smoothened out. So Botox can be used to smoothen uh, things out, make uh, lines look softer, crow lines around the eyes. So that's one function of uh, Botox. But it also has a, a more... Um, holistic function, and that's used around the temporomandibular joint or the jaw joint. Uh, some patients do get a lot of pain in their joints, and um, maybe they've gone to their dentist and they have had a night guard made for them. And uh, usually the advice is for people who do get jaw pain, um, maybe try and eat softer food for a while, don't chew gum, uh, don't yawn too big and open that uh, uh, jaw joint too much, and a night guard. And sometimes it helps, and sometimes it's not enough. So Botox is injected into the muscles around the joint, and it's been known to give some relief. And I do understand, and this is not my specialty, that some medical offices use it uh, in case of people who will sweat too much um, to reduce the sweat glands. So it's got a, a couple of uh, functions, and uh, depending on the patient's need again, as we talked, uh, the dentist may suggest that. Yeah, so it's not just cosmetic. That's interesting, because I, I knew someone who was who was quite young, and uh, she had to get it, or she didn't have to, but she did get it for the relief of headaches. Yes, exactly. Basically, uh, it relaxes the muscle uh, that uh, is underlying our skin. Um, and it, the wrinkle, the, the softening of a wrinkle is really a side effect of its functions. So by um, relaxing the muscles, whether it's in the joint or in the head or in the neck, it actually causes relief from spasm, muscle spasm. Right. So if you go into angel care, you don't have to lie and say you have pain. You can just get Botox. <laughs> yes, you, you, you could. That, that's absolutely correct. Right. We're talking uh, with Dr. Masa Soraya from Angel Care Dentistry. AngelCareDental.com is the website. They're uh, right on the border of North De Delta and Surrey on Scott Road and 75th Avenue. And uh, we've been talking about how they're, they're kind of a one-stop shop and uh, they have clients, you know, from babies to people in their 90s. And uh, one of the things that is, is really at the forefront of dentistry now are dental implants. Um, and let's talk a little bit about dental implants. A lot of people have dentures. They've had dentures for a long time. Let's talk a little bit about the advantages of an implant, getting a tooth implanted over dentures, uh, the old-fashioned dentures. Good one. Um, well, the uh, yes, so the implant can be a single implant if you're missing a single tooth. Um, I always joke and say I should be in every hockey game with my business cards because <laughs> the front tooth of every hockey player is missing. 
So that would be a um, good place to put a single implant. But I, where I see the most advantage for implants is in overdentures. An overdenture is a denture that fits over implants. And so the denture is secured using implants. The biggest disadvantage of a regular denture to me and I think to my patients is its instability. Um, it doesn't stay in place over time and it moves and the patient feels um, embarrassed because they can't speak well, they cannot eat well, and uh, they don't, of course, want to cough and have these things dislodged out of their mouth. And the interesting thing with dentures are when you originally make them, they can be stable. But over time, without teeth, the bone resorbs. And as the bone resorbs, the denture will no longer fit and it starts to feel loose. So the biggest advantage of an implant over a denture is its stability. Um, and the, the confidence it gives the patient to eat, to speak, um, and be themselves and have a quality of life that they probably wouldn't experience with a regular denture. Right. And you have those great commercials on CKNW uh, where the people sneeze and they're afraid that their, their teeth will fall out. Because that, that is... I guess the thing about dentistry that uh, is is so great because pe- a lot of people complain they they're afraid of the dentist, but you do miracles sometimes. You help people with their smiles that they they're not afraid to smile, and that has profound impact on their lives. Their lives absolutely. There is a neurological connection between how we look and how we feel. If you look in the mirror and smile as big as you can to yourself, even if you're feeling sad, eventually your body believes you're happy. And the reverse happens. If you're scared to smile and you have to keep your mouth shut or have a a frowning disposition, eventually your body believes that you're unhappy. So being able to smile, being able to enjoy your life, being able to eat the kind of foods you like, for example, corn on the cob, all of that is important. So if we had to summarize what is the advantage of an implant, number one would be stability, yes. Number two, it will be comfort. It is very comfortable to eat with dentures that are supported by implants. The confidence the patient feels in any uh, setting to smile, to eat, um, bone preservation, the more you can preserve that bone inside your mouth, uh, the better. Uh, they look very natural. The patient uh, speaks very clearly and naturally. And longevity, I mean, if you look after your implants properly, they can last many, many years. So over the long run, they are the cheaper option because your dentures will have to be replaced as bone resorbs and they get to uh, be loose and looser, they have to be constantly remade. We're talking to Dr. Masa Soraya from Angel Care Dentistry in North Delta, Scott Road and 75th Avenue. And, uh, you know, with, with things like implants, a lot of people have been living with, say, teeth that are missing or they or all, all sorts of issues that people have. And uh, do people ever phone you up and say, uh, you know, what can you do for me? 
over the phone? <laughs> is that helpful yes, in any way? It, 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 it is, and it always astonishes me because I, I don't phone my mechanic and I say, I have a problem with an engine. How much do you think it's going to cost me? As we said, every person is individual, and you cannot just determine what's wrong with them or how much that's going to cost over the, the phone. Take the implant, for example. If a patient wants to have an implant, there are certain factors that will determine the price. The, the first factor is that bone that we keep talking about. How much bone is there? What's the density of their bone? Can their bone support an implant? So before we do anything, they have to take a special x-ray called a CT scan to determine three-dimensionally the amount of bone that is left in their mouth. The second uh, factor that affects the price is where is that tooth going to be placed? If it's in the front, the implant placement is easier versus the back of the mouth. The quality of the implant that's put inside a patient's mouth. Just like, uh, you know, a, a car is not in a car. We have a Toyota, we have a Bentley. The quality of the dental implant, the higher quality material used, the more successful the implant. And in angel care, we do treat our patients as if, and they are the, the best, and so we use the high-end dental implants. So that affects the cost of the implant and, of course, the training of the practitioner. We do have three doctors that place implants, but if an implant needs special attention, if it's close to the sinus area or the mental nerve, uh, we use one doctor that has over 30 years of experience and specializes in implants. So many things uh, affect the price of an implant, and you cannot just say one price fits all or uh, w one treatment fits all. So we have to um, bring the patient in, take the special x-ray, and then they're given an exact itemized treatment plan, what is costing, how much, and why it's costing what it is. And then from there, the patient can make a decision. And uh, talking about that kind of uh, imaging, like CT scans and uh, X-rays, in the minute or so that we have left, um, you, you, the the Angel Care Dental Clinic has has the latest and the greatest in that kind of imaging and high tech devices. What what are you ex most excited about when it comes to these kind of this kind of technology that you're using? Technology has changed our world. Uh, we use iTero machines that scan impressions. Now, impression materials don't have to be in a patient's uh, mouth, making them uncomfortable. Of course, the CT scan, which is a three-dimensional uh, tool that uh, allows us to see exactly how much bone is left. But if I had to um, say something is, uh, that's really exciting me lately, that is the cold laser therapy and the function of laser lasers in dentistry. There, um, I've been taking a lot of courses lately on lasers, and uh, what I'm hearing is extremely exciting. Lasers can heal the body. Lasers can get rid of infections in the mouth. Lasers can be uh, used to um, treat all kinds of inflammation, pain, cold sores, dry mouth. So I'm really excited to bring uh, lasers eventually to dental, uh, to our dental office, and be able to use them as a adjunct to everything else that we do. 
Well, Dr. Masa Soraya from the Angel Care Dentistry Clinic, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure. They are in North Delta, right on the border, North Delta and Surrey, Scott Road and 75th Avenue across the street from the Shoppers Drug Mart. You can go to angelcaredental.com, their website. Uh, You can give them a phone call, 604-597-6711. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, how unaffordable is Vancouver? You might not believe where we are on the list compared to other cities around the world. That's coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And our thanks to Dr. Massa Soraya from Angel Care Dentistry. They're in North Delta on Scott Road and 75th Avenue across the street from the Shoppers Drug Mart. You can also go to angelcaredental.com if you'd like to learn more about them or uh, make an appointment. And we all know just how expensive it is to live in Vancouver. It can be unaffordable. But would you believe that throughout North America, Vancouver is the most unaffordable city, more than New York, L.A., and Toronto? That's according to a new survey where Vancouver is also now in third place overall worldwide as the most unaffordable city. The 2022 edition of Demographia International Housing Affordability looked at 92 cities worldwide and found that Vancouver was only behind Hong Kong and Sydney, Australia. Actually, we were number two last year. We beat out Sydney as the most unaffordable. So there's a little progress, not much really. Uh, The survey looked at the ratio between average income to average housing prices, what people were making and what people had to pay to get a roof over their head. Vancouver was actually up. Uh, We scored 13.3 up from 13 last year. Now it's worth pointing out that an affordable city would see a rating of three or below. We were 13.3. Unfortunately for residents of Australia's biggest city, Sydney, they saw a much bigger bump. They hit 15.3 this year. And Hong Kong continues to be well ahead at number one for most unaffordable city at 23.2. The study's authors also point out when they say Vancouver, they mean the entire lower mainland. And they also point out that the flight out to cities like Kelowna and on Vancouver Island have made the unaffordable rating jump pretty much all over the province. But it's not like we're alone. Technically, the only one of the 92 cities was actually rated as affordable with a score under three. That was Pittsburgh at 2.7. In Canada, the most affordable city in the survey was still over three. It was Edmonton at 3.6. Calgary was second uh, in Canada at four. Ottawa was next, 5.6, while Montreal was 6.1. Those numbers are described as severely unaffordable. Toronto was in the same category, but much closer to Vancouver at 10.5. As I mentioned, Vancouver is at 13.3. The survey was released by the American Urban Reform Institute and the Frontier Center for Public Policy, uh, an independent Canadian think tank that's uh, kind of controversial. Uh, They've been involved in a few controversies regarding climate change, denial, and they also produced a radio ad that 
was produced about residential schools that claimed in an ad that it's, quote, a myth that Indian residential schools robbed indigenous children of their childhoods, their language and culture, unquote. Uh, This is Vancouver Consumer. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 4. We'll see you next week. want to thank our intrepid producer, Leo Coelho. I'm Martin Strong. The news is next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.